Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker! Yeah! <laughs> bow down to your master! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks KMOD.com past shows are available on iTunes search under BMMS listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com and we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Tickets to Rockahoma could be yours. <laughs> We've also got uh, your chance to get qualified for our listeners are awesome. Bud Light Rockahoma experience. When you win those tickets today, you're going to get uh, VIP tickets. Watch a band on the stage, hang out in the Bud Light VIP deck, get an autographed guitar, free beer, Bud Light's right, a bunch of stuff. Woo! Just got to get qualified. 
We're going to give that away on Friday, so you got a few more days to make that happen. Hell yeah! It's at 7.30 that we're going to do that. Uh, we're also going to see what Lindsay has. Speaking of Rocklahoma, top five songs. Top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out. We've got Justin Gorski. Uh, he's going to join us. Boom. Gimpy's going to be out. He's going to be at Uncle Bentley's tonight from 6 to 8. Crude Roundup's final bike night. Score a pair of VIP weekend Rocklahoma tickets. Good old Crude Roundup. We've had the uh, folks from uh, PBR on before. Yeah. They're always very nice to us. Always a local guy usually is with us. They had a bizarre accident happen where one of the riders was killed, stomped by a bull at an event in Fresno. I feel that's like kind of common, not the death part of it, the getting stomped and gored. No, no, no. You don't think so, huh? Uh, No. Hmm. (laughs) No, it's not common. Okay. Um, apparently he got thrown from the bull and his spur mm-hmm. got stuck up in the flank rope mm-hmm. and then the bull stomped on him on mm-hmm. his chest. Right. Cause the bull's just doing yeah. what the bull does. Yeah. Kicking back and forth, jumping being up and mean. down, being, being a bull. Yeah. You know, and if you get tangled up and caught up underneath it, that's, that's dangerous. Who was it? Uh, it was a tough heaterman who got stomped right on the gonads and crushed his, crushed his boys back in the day. It was before Lane died. It's part of eight seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's dangerous work, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I people that do that, they have a different. They just got a. They're just wired different. For sure. For sure. It's. E- I don't know how you don't say it's not the most dangerous sport. Out of all the sports. Yeah, I think you could make an argument. Okay. Where uh, intense concussions happen. Yeah. Because usually that is a dangerous sport later. Uh-huh. Right. But right. in the moment, though. In the moment? Uh-huh. Right. I don't know if there's a more dangerous one. <sighs> Boxing, This though. is instant adrenaline. I mean, all sports are instant well, adrenaline. S- not really. Right. Not if you're sitting on the bench. So these are the... Well, if you're not riding, mm-hmm. it's right. not instant adrenaline either. Right, no, but as soon I as just- you... Throw your leg over that ball. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're as soon as you yeah, step up to cool. bat, as soon as the balls hit to you, as uh-huh. soon as you throw a pass, it's a different kind soon of as you adrenaline. Catch the ball, now. yeah, yeah. I, because this is like I could be dead in a few seconds. Yeah, because that's all it boxing, takes. Boxing that happens. It happened this weekend. Somebody got boxed, mm-hmm. uh, knocked out, taken out a stretcher, and died. Wow. So you, it happens in boxing. Just depends on where you get hit, I imagine, or whatever. Same way, like. Uh, there, you played that clip. What was it like last week or whatever? Hundred mile an hour. The ball, ball return to the face. Yeah. How that guy's still alive is beyond me. I guess it just depends on where you get hit with that Human ball. Body, but, Temple man, Temples. Yeah. You get hit in the temple. You're pretty well done, though. Dave Welter. Yeah. High school baseball coach. Hit in the head. Boom. Drop dead. Right on the field. Yeah. yeah. I guess if you just get hit in like the mouth or the nose or. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you know, cheekbone or something. Yeah. You're just going to get a couple of broken bones or whatever. You won't die, but. Good God, man. I couldn't imagine. Just the the sheer agony or chaos he felt as that was happening. Because I don't know if he died instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be something that you uh, suffer a little bit for. But 
I don't know, maybe there's not much suffering because if you're knocked out, you know, you, you really don't feel anything or know what's going on. You yeah. Know, you're just kind of there in a black daze. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Again, way ignorant. I'm sure we have a bunch of bull riders that listen. Why are you wearing spurs? I know the purpose of spurs, mm-hmm. but you already have the rope that's doing that process. Is it the only, you literally are bucket doing it to make it buck more? What's the what's the purpose of the spur? I mean, in cowboys, it's you use it to like get the horses to go, oh, right? Right. Kick them on their sides or whatever. Right. Yes, kind of tickles them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you ever been tickled right here in your cage? It's kind of same. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> some aren't as ticklers and doesn't work. But, but I, I'm not sure as a bull rider mm-hmm. why that would be a necessary piece of equipment. Uh, maybe. Sometimes you get, you know, people that just show up to work and don't really want to do the job. They're just kind of there, you know, and maybe that's the way it is for the bull. They just kind of load them into the pen and the bull's like, you know what? I don't want to work. It's Friday, man. I just want They're already like yeah. cinching the balls, Cinched man. In, yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much more. Right. But maybe it's one of those like veteran bulls, right? That's just tolerant to, right. the, to yeah. the cinch of the sack. Right, right. And it's like, I've dealt with this rope then many they, times. Listen, the bulls are also in competition. <laughs> so if they don't do well, they're, if you will, put out to pasture. Right, mm-hmm. right. Become steak. It's, I again, I, I'm. I know what the purpose of a why a cowboy wears spurs. I'm not sure why a bull rider wears spurs. Are they sh- aren't they sharp? Kind of sharp? Uh, not sharp like a knife, right? They're, but they're pr- pointy. more prickly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking like maybe if they need them to like to kick, but it's on the back of the heel, that would be but very again, awkward. And- but again, they're already cinched on their ball sack. What more do they yeah. need kicked up for? And are, so you're riding, you're getting thrown around. Would it be to your advantage for it not to be bucking? Right now. We have a bull rider on line one here. I knew we'd have one. Who says that he might be able to help us. David, how are you? I'm great. Tell me. You're a bull rider. Tell me. Give me your credits, your your accolades that prove that you're a bull rider. Absolutely. 25 years worth. What, what the deal is, let's say in bronc riding. In bronc riding, your spur rowls. The rowels are the I'm metal sorry, David. I'm going to have to inter- interrupt you. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to me like I'm a city boy. Wow. All right, city boy. Coke. So, so you have spurs that have shanks on them. The shanks are the part that comes out the back and go towards the animal. On the end of the shank, it's what's called a rowel. The rowel in bull riding is locked so so what i'm saying is is in the bronc riding if you'll notice those guys throw their they sling their feet up front and they rake them back the reason they're able to do that is because their rowels spin they're not locked yeah again i'm familiar with what a spur looks like and how it operates i'm and i'm just not sure of why you would want to get the the bull all riled up in the process of being bucked off well, that's the point. You want him riled up so he bucks hard so you can score more points. Right. Oh, okay. But so. hold on. But isn't he – so it's the bull rider's job to get the bull to buck? No, the flank strap does that. And then they're also bred to buck. So then why do you uh, – now I'm still on my original question then. <laughs> why do you need the spur? The spur allows you to lock your legs – 
to the bull by the steel which grips the hide. Now okay. I... That's the answer I was looking for, my man. You stay on. That makes sense. It's it's an it's a tool used to stay on the bull. Absolutely. You want your feet below you, Corbin, not above you. So hey, yeah. hey, don't talk to me like I'm stupid. I didn't know. I'm asking. That's the that's literally where we're at. It makes sense to have a device used to keep you on the bull. I'm aware you need your legs in a certain spot. I'm aware you need to stay on the bull a long time, David. I just yeah. didn't know the purpose. I didn't know that was something bull riders used. It feels like cheating, but what do I know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I like I said, you did explain it all when you said you were a city boy. I didn't say I was a city boy. I said, explain it to me like I'm a city boy. Right. Well, that that's exactly um, why you have spur rowels is to grab the bullseye, keep your feet down below you, which keeps your butt down on the bull's back. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It's like Spl- leaving that- your shoes on when you're having sex. You get better grip. Yeah, it's like those little uh, <laughs> rubber things you put on your feet when it's icy so you don't fall. Uh-huh. But except this is to the wheel locks and keeps you on the on the bull. Yeah, right on, David. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the explanation, brother. Have a good day. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, man. See you later. Actually, it's common for riders to get stomped on. <laughs> That's the text that came in. <laughs> Stomped on and stomped on their chest are com- two completely different. For sure. Stepped on and mm-hmm. stomped on are not the same thing. Right. Yeah. I think one step, maybe uh, maybe two steps is acceptable. Stomped on is like bouncing up and down on the person. Right. I am not coming off of this guy anytime right. soon. Right. In the path of feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hardly feels like, shut your stupid mouth. <laughs> and a lot of them coming in saying that they're, the spurs are there to hold the riders on. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. David explained it. Yeah. Got it. I had no idea. We've had how Makes many bull sense. riders in here? Right. I've been around people riding horses with spurs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Never once have they been like, no, this keeps me in place. Yeah. Not once. Makes sense, though. Mm. It does. Complete logic. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> David was getting technical. He was into those technical words. I was like, ah. I get it. I, you're going to have to dumb that down. <laughs> if being a city folk's a giant offense, then okay. So fitted to the right. patient lunar Wayne Shap. <laughs> How'd you not know? City boy. How'd you not know? City boy. I don't know. Just working on capitalism in a big city. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, what a tragic story for his family, right? No yeah, really. Yeah, really. That sucks. Anytime you see there? The, uh, I don't I have no idea. But I bet for that guy, that's probably how he'd want to go out, if anything. You know, because that's what he loves to do. Right? As he was 22, writer. so you yeah. might be right. Uh-huh. But Nobody wants to die at 22 no. years old, but you always have this thought in your head of like, well, if I was going to go, how am I going to go? You know, so maybe for the bull rider, I could totally see like if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out riding a bull. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out on a motorcycle or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I don't know. I think people don't want to go out doing their profession. Ooh, if I had a heart attack right here while we were on the air. No. No. I mean, it would suck for a minute, but I mean. For you, it probably wouldn't even suck for a minute. Right, right. I just Maybe just a little 30 (laughs) seconds at best. Right. No, I I can't speak for everyone, obviously. I don't want to die doing radio. Hmm. I want to die after a full life. Right, right, right. That's my... No, your words were, you can't say obviously, your words were, man, that's probably how he wanted to die. Right. Well, when people are into something like that, 
Of course, you know, that probably so. Just like race car drivers, if they go out, yeah, everybody would want to go out living a full life. I want to live to be 100. The reality of it is I'm probably only here until about 55 or 60. So I'm going to go out, cool, either on my motorcycle or drop dead here on the air. You do? Why not? Why not? Why not go out? I don't know. Cause trauma to the people around you. So well, the no, what you mean to say? Trauma. <laughs> what you mean to say is, if I have to go out early, I hope I'm doing something that I love. Isn't that what I said? No, no not really. Okay, but that's what you mean. You love yeah. a lot of things. I do love a lot of things. I can go out smoking weed too and cough myself to death. I'm just saying, yeah. you love a lot of things. Uh-huh. You picked. You pinpointed two. Mm-hmm. So. so you, you love a lot of things. You didn't name all the things you love to imply things I want to go out doing something I love. Okay. We're not talking about you. Royal you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? People that say that. I think it's, I, I think the idea of that he didn't care about life or family or other things, that this is the only thing he lived and breathed for might be underestimating. Oh, I don't I don't think I said that at all whatsoever. If you guys interpret it that way, that's totally on you. What I'm saying is this is a guy's passion. That's what he loves to do. I'm sure he loves his family, his wife, his kids, his mom, his dad, his aunts, his uncles, his best friends. He wants to be around for those people. But if you're going to have to go early, why not go out doing something that you love like that? Like if you're an avid skydiver, why not mm-hmm. go out, you know? In a skydiving accident. Everybody, I think it's fair to say everybody wants to live forever, but ever, and everybody loves their close, their circle, right? Right. That's fair to say, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, but I also think it's fair to say you want to be known in the thing you love, not because you died in a freak accident, but because you accomplished things. Yeah, yeah. But now that's not it. He's known for that. Yeah. You wouldn't be known for your accomplishments in radio. Mm -hmm. You'd be known for having a heart attack on the air on the radio. That'd be awesome. He died doing what he loves. Mm, Or because you had a heart attack on the radio. That would be the only reason it's in the news. Not because of collecting toys for so many years or or raising money for cancer. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Those does it comes out in the funeral and people they're not talking about any of the accomplishments this guy did in Mm. in the rodeo well not right now not us but who's to say that i read the articles it's not in there okay my bad bro he's it's not in there they're not that's not how it works man okay you don't get the accolades for doing good stuff when you die early okay my bad poor guy at least he went out doing what he loved he's 22 i know he's a kid he don't know s about f right just out there with like drinking beers, whatever, doing his Matthew McConaughey, whatever that is, mm-hmm. at yeah. the rodeo, Ew. away from home because he was from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Oh, hadn't been home probably in a long time, right? Because of everything else, and he's like, "Well, I got to make money." Mm-hmm. He was eighty, ranked eighty ninth. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. you're right. It's not ninety. Right, eighty nine <laughs> out of a hundred. So yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, tragic story. We've got news quickies we're going to do when we come back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, but don't worry, we cover them here. And post them on our Facebook page for you to read more if you want, facebook.com slash bmms69. It's 
it's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Man pissed off over masks takes a leak on the Dairy Queen counter. <laughs> Gross. Throws a tantrum. Jesus, what a child. Because he couldn't get his way. This happened in Victoria, British Columbia. Man apparently didn't get the memo that he had to wear a mask. While at the local Dairy Queen, the unnamed man was asked to put one on in accordance with local protocols, and he refused, argued, and then settled things in the most diplomatic way he could think of, whipping out his junk and took a leak on the counter. The incident was actually caught on video, and cops are asking anyone with information on the mystery wizard to get in touch with them. What's weird is they that happened. They're like, oh, our mistake. What would you like? <laughs> no, that didn't. No, it didn't. Happen. That didn't happen. As a matter of fact, the employees are. You can hear them on the video. They're like screaming. Like you should have posted disgust. the video. Yeah. I did. No, it's, embedded it into the page. I did. Okay. I did. You did. Maybe. Okay. Or it, or well, it's at least linked. <laughs> <laughs> you can get to it if you want to yeah. watch. Yeah. That's nasty. I mean, yeah, disgusting, right? Yes. Come on. Yeah, just stupid. You're just being an idiot. And they're Canadian. Thought they were supposed to be nice. They're usually really nice. Really people. nice, mm. yeah. First date ends with high-speed chase. Uh, there's <laughs> this kid. I say he's a kid. He's 22 years old. His name's Taylor. And this past Saturday, he um, was on a first date, a very first date with this gal. And they're riding a motorcycle around. Now, it says here 2017 Suzuki. My guess it's probably a Jixer, just based on the story, okay? A little crotch rocket. So they're cruising around, they're minding their own business, and uh, at least according to the officer, that's when Taylor allegedly made eye contact with the officer as he was passing by. And then he takes off. He's out the door, right? Well, the cop lights him up, tries to pull him over, but Taylor's doing over 100 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic and whatnot, right? So the cop breaks pursuit, radios into the other officers, like, hey, man, if you happen to see this motorcycle with a guy and a gal on it, they're hauling ass, you might want to stop him, talk to him. So finally, about 10 o'clock at night, another officer spotted Taylor and his girlfriend at an intersection, stop, boom, boop, pulls him over. Taylor admitted, yeah, I was hauling ass. But he says he did it just to impress his first date. I oh, knew our it. bad. He our was, bad. I knew it. Our bad. Move along. <laughs> yes. Uh, that didn't work out for Taylor. They went ahead and talked to the girlfriend, and they're like, or, well, would have been girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe. And uh, she's like, yeah, I screamed at him and I yelled at him to stop, but he just wasn't listening. So they ended up popping him for felony uh, for fleeing cops at high speed with disregard for the safety of others. Yeah. But did they go on another date? Yeah, that's a good question. Because girls like bad boys. Right, right. This just happened Saturday, so maybe we'll uh, get a follow-up next week sometime. Well, they're just waiting to hear what the hearing, how the hearing plays out? <laughs> yeah, right. Suspected human remains found in backpack in Virginia. Police are looking for a woman suspected of dumping a backpack containing what police believe are human remains in a dumpster. They were called to a grocery store in Chesterfield, Virginia, on reports that the backpack with blood on it was left in a dumpster. Inside, they found what they think are human remains. Police have released photos of the woman who went into the store without the backpack before she left. They're asking anyone with information to call police because the woman or someone else may need medical aid. So maybe like an abortion? 
Okay, possible. Or uh, uh, she had a baby and then just put it in the thing. Yeah. They're not saying. Right, right, right. But I think if they said baby, I, it would probably have been called arms. You think so? Yeah. As opposed to just human remains? Right. I think so, yeah. Mm. I think that if it was like she had a baby and stuffed it in the backpack, people would be like, get that bitch! Right, right, And I right. think if it was just like, hey, she killed someone, they're like, well, that's horrible. I hope they find her. Right. Human <laughs> remains could I'm also- Tell me I'm wrong. Could yep. also be cremated ashes, don't you think? Well, they said they found blood on it. Right, right. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. People cut themselves and touch things all the time, but I get what you're saying. I'm just going off of like- That could have been alien blood. I mean, if that's what we're going with, remains. just randomly picking things out of the sky. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, or maybe the human remains are just body pieces. That's better? I, no, no. Body pieces like? Like maybe hand, there was an arm and a leg in there or yeah, a hand. Also super concerning. Yeah, very much so. I mean, but I my first thought was baby when you said backpack. Because I think of like a, a backpack that you see a kid wearing. Like a Jansport. Well, yeah, oh. exactly. Uh-huh. Because they're smaller. Why would she go s- into the store? Like if she did know. something with like that's a crime, mm-hmm. dumping in body parts is a crime. Right. For sure. What like you're like? Hey, I'm gonna go throw this in the dumpster, and then I need to go and get some dinner some, for later. Some <laughs> some cantaloupe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go use the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. That way, if they so ask, true. well, why were you around the store? Well, I was just in there getting you know lunch or whatever. Why'd you throw the backpack away? I didn't need it anymore. Yeah, that's not your because now they have her on film, mm-hmm. right? If they right. she just would have gotten her car and left. Yeah. Like regular dumpster dumpers. <laughs> you're right. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. The Arizona Cardinals are placing cornerback Malcolm Butler on the reserve retired list as the 31-year-old deals with a personal situation. Butler signed a one-year contract with the Cardinals back in March and had been practicing and playing through the preseason with no indication that he was planning to quit. Butler signed with the New England Patriots as an undrafted free agent in 2014 before spending the last three seasons with the Tennessee Titans. Not sure what his personal situation is or could be. Yeah. Uh, the New England Patriots are releasing three-time Pro Bowl cornerback Cam Newton. He signed a one-year, $5 million contract with the Patriots in March after spending last season with the team as well. Newton rushed for 12 touchdowns and threw for 2,657 yards in his lone season with the franchise New England is rolling with Mac Jones as its new starting QB. The Patriots selected him in the first round of this year's draft. Some are saying Newton did himself no favors by refusing to confirm or deny his vaccination status. He said it's too personal to reveal. More than anything, it enabled Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels to evaluate Jones outside of the long shadow that Newton casts. Yeah, this was, the writing was on the wall for this because Mm -hmm. he missed part, a good part of camp. For, uh, for COVID and whatever, right? Yeah. Not vaccinated. Which you're like, well, that shouldn't matter. Well, it does because the teams have been put on a thing where if they miss a game because of it, of COVID, then there's some financial repercussions. All right. Uh, he's not going to. And when he was gone, Jones stepped up, had a great performance. 
And Cam Newton, with all of his accreditation, isn't going to be a clipboard quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's not going to hold a clipboard and sit on the bench. He's just not. So they cut him. Yeah. It's crazy. And he was struggling to figure out the offense. The the memes all over the place yesterday, last night. Like, there was pictures of Mac Jones, like, shirtless with, like, moobs, man boobs, smoking a cigar. And then they have, like, Cam all just... You know, rock solid, hard abs, and he's like in the zone, like with his game face on. It's like one of these guys is the new quarterback for the Patriots, mm. and the other one is jobless. It's just crazy to see, but I hope he does well. Who? Which one? Mac. We'll see. There's more quarterbacks that are rookie quarterbacks that suck mm-hmm. that don't do well than do well. Yeah. So, yeah. And Cam will land somewhere else, right? I don't know. Will he? Probably. A lot of quarterbacks. Pretty uh, quarterbacks are pretty plentiful right now. Yeah. Well, maybe he can go to Texas if no one wants Deshaun Watson. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Cam Newton can go to Texas. No, that's what I'm saying. No one wants Deshaun Watson. Right. That is a capable quarterback mm-hmm. that no one's willing to pick up. Mm. Well, and they the, can't even find a trade for him. That sucks. Right now, they're saying Houston is saying they're not parting ways with Deshaun Watson just yet. The quarterback was included on Houston's 53-man roster as the team trimmed down its active roster ahead of the 2021 season. ESPN reports Watson will likely be a healthy scratch on game days should he remain with the Texans this season. He's still facing allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate behavior in 22 active civil lawsuits. Watson will continue to earn his $10.5 million salary as long as he's on the roster. Houston kept uh, QBs Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills in addition to Watson. That's, I mean, that's crazy. They see trade value in him. Mm. And you're probably going, well, why won't they? They're not going to, who wants to pick him up if he's got all these potential criminals? Sure. That's never stopped Right. If he's still a solid player, they're going to pick him up because why he scores. And they're not cutting him because he's not good. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Right. So, good point. We'll see. So, think about the Patriots one with with Cam, right? Mm-hmm. They saw no value in him and Cam Newton. Yeah, right. No value. That's why I was so no value easy. to trade him, keep him, and then trade him. No value. Just release the guy and be done with it. Yep. Belichick has this thing: do your job. Mm. Yeah. And Cam wasn't showing up. He wasn't learning the plays. He was he was struggling with uh, the offense because it's a pretty tough offense. Yeah. They're like, well, just let him go. Yeah, yeah he. Th- I think Cam thought he had it made in the shade and got a little lazy. Mm, and then it didn't help him either when he went outside the facility of their medical facility and went to his own. Yeah, he wasn't doing his job. Mm-hmm. He was doing what he wanted, which is not a good leadership position. Sure. You're, you're supposed to be the leader. Yeah. And but that- they knew what they were getting when they got Cam Newton. Yeah. That's not, and none of that's new news about Cam Newton. Yeah. and that's, a troublemaker. Yeah. A just a bad leader, kind of a rough locker room guy. Right. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45. Top five songs coming up plus tickets to Rock, Oklahoma. Need to see what Lindsay wants to talk about. Lindsay, 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 Lindsay. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay L-I-N-D-S-E-Y 
How poochy is cute, by the way. <laughs> so my uh, husband, Kevin's got this buddy, good-looking guy, uh, good-looking wife and family, kids. And the other day, he was telling me about him and how, you know, he gets along with him so well because they're both, like, outdoorsy guys and like to fish, hunt, that whole thing. And he was surprised. He came home to tell me the other night that he noticed a uh, uh, a ring around his ankle, his buddy's ankle. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, a bracelet. And I said, like an ankle monitor? And he goes, no, 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 like a bracelet. And I then said, like paracord or hemp? And he goes, no, like a bracelet, jewelry that you would wear around your wrist. And I said, oh, an anklet. Ha! Gay! And he said, is that what you call them? <laughs> said, yep, babe, that's what, that's what women wear around their ankles. They were called anklets. Or apparently men. Or apparently men. But I, it was surprising to me that he was wearing jewelry around his ankle. Does he also wear toe rings? Good question. Oh, is, that, is that me? Sorry. I'm not sure <laughs> about that. I've never seen his bare feet. Right, right. He doesn't wear a lot of sandals or flip-flops around the uh, dealership or whatever. Got I that. was just curious Apparently to know. Apparently wears them short enough to find out if he's wearing an anklet. Right, right. I mean, yeah, some some little, uh, I don't want to say capri common? pants, but, you know, hot waters maybe. I don't know. What, Lindsay? Is an anklet common for a man to wear? <laughs> I don't wear a lot of jewelry, so... I wouldn't no. be able to answer that. Well, I, it made me curious to think about what is what are some things that men over the age of 30 should not wear? Like for me, I was thinking about this and I was thinking of like facial piercings. Okay. Not that, past the age of 30. Uh, if that's the lifestyle that you live, if you live like that kind of goth sort of lifestyle still... You know, and you kind of raise your family around that, you know, then, okay, I could buy that if you're like a metalhead or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Literal and figurative, yeah. I'll, I'll buy that one, too. You know, because, like, think about, like, the uh, like the cowboys and whatnots, right? Uh-huh. Uh, people that do rodeo or whatever. I'm sure they they're in, their family is like that. They raise their kids to, you know, wear cowboy boots and hats and tight Wrangler jeans and stuff like that or whatever. So I could see that to be. More of a lifestyle. Yeah. Well, and I thought, like, the whole, like, thought of paracord or the hemp because you see, like, I don't know, I think surfers wear them, you know, if they're in trouble or something or if you're out hiking or right. need it. But a bracelet, actual jewelry. Like a gold like, anklet. Uh-huh. Does it have charms dangling from the <laughs> No. What if it's got its ki- his kid's name on it and... Yeah, what if it could have been a gift? Suddenly we don't we look at it differently, don't mm-hmm. we? No, oh, no, I still look at it the same. Which it's, is, it's gay AF. Come on, man, it's an anklet. You are a dude. Well, you should not used be to wearing think that about earrings. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I don't see anklets becoming common amongst men all over the world, much like earrings have been. Said my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear you. Mm-hmm. It's not my taste, mm-hmm. but people used to think men wearing earrings was that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad had a midlife crisis and got his ear pierced. Or at least that's what my mom called it, his <laughs> midlife crisis. I guess it's better than buying a Corvette or something. <laughs> a man in general, especially over the age of 30, should not wear Daisy Duke shorts or cutoffs. Daisy Dukes for sure. Cutoffs, like if they're, you know, down by the knee, you just took a pair of jeans 
and cut them off, cut the legs I, off. I think you look pretty weird. All right. Beefcake I think, does it all the time, and I'm like, all right, it works. I'm, maybe okay. if that's who it is. It works for certain people, right? Like, I I don't think I could wear, you know, just cut the legs off a pair of jeans and be like, yeah, this is it. I can see that for, like, your your clothes that you're going to use for yard work, mowing lawn, Not whatever, yeah. just cut off, so you, mm-hmm. you know. But out in public, cut off, no. Mm-mm. There are, I mean, Brady wears a lot. He's very stylish. Mm. There's a lot of styles I think are ridiculous. Me personally. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with who's wearing it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's more of it's ridiculous. Yeah. Growing a doll, you should, it's like buying jeans that have ripped holes in it. Like you should be able to afford some jeans. Right. Sure. Right. That that's, are put together. That's a trend now. Amazing yeah. how a hem mm-hmm. makes, <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered. A hem would make those jeans shorts look stupid. Mm-hmm. You'd be wearing jorts. Jorts. But because it's cut off, you're like, well, those aren't jorts. Yeah. Right. Those were just you being cheap, not wanting to go buy a new pair of shorts. There's a possibility that the dude is Indian, dot not feather. Okay. Certain cultures. Cultural sort of thing. Of course. I could see that. So have you met the guy, Lindsay? Do you know you've seen the guy? Okay. Nope. I was going to say maybe you could. Just described it to me. Mm. Maybe it's one of those things, because you said he has kids that, uh, like, maybe, like, my kids have painted my fingernails and I don't take it off. Mm -hmm. That maybe the kids put it on there. Put it on around his ankle, and then he just left it on there. Mm. Possibly. Possibly. That's possible, too. Okay, but... Skinny jeans is another thing that came in. (laughs) That guy shouldn't wear over 30. Yeah, I'm not Mm. a big skinny jean fan on men, either. Uh, Mullets and anklets, no bueno. (laughs) For the Uh, age of 30. I've seen they've had this mullet competition that's been buzzing around on the uh, social media For kids, right? (laughs) No, these are full-grown-ass men. Oh, I've seen it for kids now. I have seen some glorious mullets in in this competition that they're having. I'm like, all right, I can see it. That works. Not for me. It works for you, though. Yeah. Some people think it looks good on them. (laughs) They feel like it fits their image. Gimpy could pull off a mullet. Oh no! I'm no, too you thin could. On top. I'm too thin on top. It'd be oh. more of a skullet than it would anything. I wouldn't oh, suck yeah, it. No. <laughs> we tried to. Who did we try? Did we try and get someone to do a skullet? Yeah, it was the serial killer okay. we tried, and yeah. uh, he wasn't doing. Jonathan Davis rocks a skullet. Yeah, <laughs> you some know. skullets look money. <laughs> Wait, you knew a serial killer? No, no. I'm not going to explain. Okay. It. Uh, I I don't. What would be the right age for any of those things? I mean, to like wear anklets and any, like any piercings of that stuff. like she's talking mullet, about. Mm-hmm. Any of that stuff. A mullet in the 80s. Like those are done. I don't think they, I, I don't find them attractive whatsoever. But I, I do notice they are making a big comeback, especially with kids. I feel kids. like they've been around for a while mm-hmm. since, uh, what's his name on Showtime? Uh, on HBO. Oh, yes. That guy. That one actor. From Tropic Thunder and then, um, oh, 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 the baseball sh- show. Oh, I yeah. have no idea. I have no idea. You'd know him if you, you would saw if him. You saw yeah. Him, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, they've been around for a while. The head coach of OSU football. I was going to say Gundy started so, growing one. Yeah. yeah. For a while. He said it for a while. Because mm-hmm. his kid would be like, Dad, you've got to cut it. You're going to have a mullet. And he was like, You think this is a mullet? And then he just <laughs> let, he let just the party wait. flow. I feel like a mullet is more of like an attitude type. Okay. Mm. Hairstyle. All right, you get it. You're like, listen, I'm a badass whether you right. like it or not. Yeah, like no. I don't care. I read that as you're not. Get into my Trans Am. Let's go. 
<laughs> yeah, I read that as you're not. Now, if you have the full kit and caboodle, mm-hmm. like you've got a mullet, mm-hmm. you've got uh, cut jeans, <laughs> maybe an ankle brace, I don't know. Cut then, vest, like, yeah. even. You, if you fit the part, you fit the part. But if you do it and then you also pop your collar or, you know, wear <laughs> Sperry's or something like that, you, you <laughs> it don't work. Um, oh, anyone over the age of 30 should not wear swim trunks to pee on themselves. Hey, try it one time, <laughs> Daniel. You will think differently, especially when For you're those that don't know, yesterday in our podcast, that is extra, Gimpy said he is not afraid. I'm sorry, that's probably not accurate. It is common for him to urinate no, you were in right his the first time. <laughs> swim trunks outside of the water. Yeah, yeah. If we're out at the lake chilling, we're drinking or whatever, I'm already soaked. Why the hell not? Go grab a beer, piss all over yourself, and climb back in the water. It's okay. So that's what that try was reference to. It. Don't knock it until you try it. Men over 30 shouldn't wear Crocs. You can go F yourself. You've Three, obviously five, never four, worn seven. any. Absolutely. I know. A lot of people wear Crocs. Yeah. I don't have a pair yet, but my kids, I did buy them a pair this year, and they say how comfortable they are. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, My dad raised me that any jewelry on a guy is considered gay, and if I ever showed up with (laughs) ears pierced or anything, my butt would be beat. What about a wedding ring? Yeah. What about a watch? Right. Yeah. Someone said only a wedding ring after the age of 30. Only piece of jewelry a man should wear. Saying, all right, uh, a wedding ring, of course, a watch, even a chain yeah. of sorts, like, you know, whatever, necklace of sorts. Those, I feel, are even an earring is acceptable after the age of 30, unless it's a lifestyle thing like we talked about, you know, and you've got, you know, fish hooks in your face and you're connecting chains from each one of them. That's a lifestyle thing, but whatever. Um, but I feel after the age of 30, like once my piercing started falling out, had 13 of them, right? It started with a nipple, and then another nipple, and then an ear, and then another ear, and another ear, and another ear, and then the wainers came out, and I was just like, you know what? The piercings that the piercings, you had on your yes, wainers, yeah. Yes, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put these back in. I'm, and that happened to me around the age of 25-ish, and it could be kids. It could be one of those things, or it could just be growing, uh, as, you know, as a person or whatnot. So just, they started falling out, and I did not replace them at all whatsoever, and I have no intentions on replacing them. At all whatsoever. Good. Why? Why good? I, I just life is too not short to not do whatever you want. Yolo. Oh, I just I, so if, you, well, what if, if you're you caught 30, on something too, yeah, then it's on them. Like you rip I, your nipple right off. Oh, I did that. I did that when I was 18. Uh, I was brushing my hair, got out of the shower, getting ready for school, and that was the first one that came out. Just brush, 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 minding my own business, and that damn thing caught that nipple ring, and it ripped right out. Keep in mind, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. My folks are still asleep, and I couldn't scream like a bitch like I wanted to, so it was that <laughs> in the mirror, and I looked down, and I got bloody nipples. Did I'm you like, have long hair then? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I was did. like, that's some vigorous hair brushing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I, got all the way down to your nip. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the long hair came off when I was like 19 or something like that. But, yeah, that was the first one. When I ripped that nipple ring out. I did not put it back in. And then the next one came out, and then they just started slowly falling out one at a time. And I'm just like, mm, I'm good. So did, did it rip open your nipple? It split it. It was a bloody nipple for sure. And then it scabbed over, and then I had scabby nipples. <laughs> yeah. Scabby nipples isn't nothing new for me. I was, Great band name. I was, uh, <laughs> scabby nipples. Right, scabby nipples. I was with this gal one night, and uh, she thought it'd be fun, you know, 
little tune in Tokyo or whatever, but it wasn't a light tune in Tokyo. She was wrenching on these things. And I, you know, was like, ah, I didn't ask to stop. I should have told her to stop, but I didn't want to stop the, you know, moment. And I'll wake up the next day and they're red and they're so red and they're scabbed over. And I peeled a scab off my nipple and the scab came off in the shape of my nipple. Gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, someone asked about our input on earrings on dudes that have the chain hanging with the cross on the end, like the ones from um, the Lost Boys movie, if you remember them with those earrings. And I then, think Lawrence Taylor used to wear and George Michael. that earring. Lawrence Taylor. Football player back okay. in the 80s. Okay. Linebacker. Yeah, I think it was a total 80s Bills. trend. It probably was so. I thought it was weird then, and I think it's weird now. Yeah, leave it there. You know, connect a, a chain from your, your ear to your nose ring, whatever. Get out of here. Yeah. If that gets caught on something, no thank you. Exactly. So, no. What about gauges? Gauges are, you know, once again, for me, it's a lifestyle thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gauged my ears out to uh, an eight at the bottom, which is pretty big. It's pretty big. And uh, once again, I just. I f- Do you still have the hole there? Oh, yeah. They've, they've since closed up or whatever. It's this very bottom one right here. You can't see it from where you're at. But, yeah, both sides. I mean, there are some people eight. that have them the size of, like, a screwdriver handle. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then when they take them out. They're yeah. all floppy skin or whatnot. You need surgery to repair it, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Plastic mm-hmm. surgeon told me that's the second biggest thing they do after breast augmentations. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's fixing the Ear piercing. lobe repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the most regrettable things you can do. Um, a friend of mine, he's got his ears You're making are me so about nervous as right big now. as... Mm. Whoa, the can, for the people that can't see that, cup. why don't you give them a size? <laughs> the the <laughs> size of the, the top of a Yeti cup. Damn. I mean, that is some stretch. Like saucers in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they hang and they touch his shoulders. Yeah. I, again, life's too short to not live mm. the life the way you want. And if that means wear an anklet or put giant holes in your ears, I don't know if there's an age for it. Mm. It looks silly, I think, on some people. Yeah. But so do things that look great on other people. Mm-hmm. Some people would say the same thing about tattoos. Yes. You, sh- you shouldn't get a tattoo over a certain age. Yeah. You know? And okay, I don't. I don't think a certain an age matters on tattoos. I think it's placement. A lot of the skin uh, and the elasticity of your skin makes a huge difference. So, so I'm not gonna be you know 85 walking into the tattoo parlor because my skin's too stretched out. You know what I'm saying? And it just wouldn't look right. But if you had it when you were in your younger years, and you know that was then, it looked good in your younger years, and you got old, and now it looks weird. I'm going to say any facial tattoos. Don't do that. I don't know. Some look good. Jamie Foxx has a head tattoo, and it looks dope AF. Right. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's doesn't. Mm-mm. I don't like Mike mm. Tyson's. I'm just saying he has a face tattoo. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to tell him to look stupid. <laughs> no, <thank laughs> right. <you. laughs> no. Getting hacked out. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, he'll take off your other nipple. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be a hell of a story, though. Got my nipple ripped off by Tyson. <laughs> yeah. So what is the what is the what is your take on the anklet, Gimpy? It's gay AF. Men shouldn't wear them. Men should not wear jewelry below their wrists. There, I said it. That includes belly chains. What about belly penis? button rings? Well, mine's out, so it's okay. Now it is. Yeah. <laughs> because why? I did it in my younger years. Did you do it for your enjoyment or for someone else's? Combination of the two. And Does it give you for, more stimulation? A little bit. I did it because I wanted a piercing that school couldn't make me take out. 
Because <laughs> I had rebel. my face, I had my face all done up, and they're like, "You got to take those out." Blah, blah, blah. Fine. You know what? Here goes the nipples, and there goes my wiener. Ooh, what about chain wallets? Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone I, asked. I mean, I know plenty of grown. My grandfather wore had a chain wallet until he died. Mm. Hmm. Is it for you? Probably not. What? A chain wallet. I mean, again, my grandfather had one until he died. I, it's To me, it's if you think that looks cool on the shelf at Hot Topic, then go ahead and get it. Mm. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Gimpy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Why are you thinking him? Because uh, he gave me his opinion on it. Did you ask me? Yeah. <laughs> so then why are you thinking just him? Because he really didn't give me an, an opinion on it. Like, just people, Did you let, ask people me? let people wear what this, they want to wear. That's not an opinion? Makes them happy. <laughs> that's not an opinion? Yeah. It's not good enough for her, Corey. Right, right. right. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> get wanna, on your side I, of the I fence. Asked, I yeah. asked for things that they shouldn't wear after the age of 30. <laughs> yeah, I think Anything? Could, we want Any? all the wars. <laughs> right. Life <laughs> is too Bombs. short. Wear whatever you want if it makes you happy. That's it. Tonight, Uncle Bentley's. I'm wearing nothing but my thongs and chaps. Go ahead. Perfect. Do that. As long as you have a mask, I don't think anybody's going to care. <laughs> right? I think as long as you're following that rule. Lindsay, 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 L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Lindsay, 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 L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Lindsay. Poochie is cute, by the way. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Top five songs coming up. Top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's coming up at 9. Right now, though, let's play a game. Tickets to Rocklahoma on deck, including getting qualified for our listeners are awesome Bud Light Rocklahoma experience. Weekend VIP tickets. Watch a band on stage. Hang out in the Bud Light VIP deck. Get an autographed guitar, free beer, Bud Light swag. But you got to win. Pick the flick. Current record is you have 14. I have 14. Lindsay has three. Last week's winner was? That would be me. So Corbin and Lindsay at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Call up, decide who you're going to have, read clues for you to win those Rocklahoma tickets and get in the running for our listeners are awesome Bud Light Rocklahoma experience. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Adam. Adam. Who do you want to read clues, Corbin or Lindsay? Uh, Corbin. Adam, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, This movie is um, an older movie uh, when someone is possessed and you try to remove the satanic... uh, Correct. Uh, J.R. Tolkien books made into a movie about hobbits and jewelry. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, James Bond movie where there's gambling. Uh, hmm. uh, Casino Royale. Correct. This is a remake, remake of a movie. Mo- this is a remake of a movie with Bradley Cooper 
and Lady Gaga, and in the movie... A Star is Born. Correct. Michael J. Fox, and he's got a time machine. Uh, Back to the Future. Correct. Uh, John Hughes movie with some high school kids who have to do detention on a Saturday from the 80s. Breakfast Club. Yes. A dinosaur movie, the original. Uh, Jurassic Park. Correct. Another uh, James Bond movie. This is one of the more recent ones where they go to his family estate in Scotland. Double pointer. No. Man, that was close. Wow, that was Time good. is up. Seven is what we got. All right, oh, uh, Adam. Oh, great, wow. great job, brother. Hang on the line. I swear if we had like one more second, I think I was going to get that double pointer. Mm-hmm. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Caleb. Caleb, how are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. Good. You and Lindsay have to get more than seven, okay? All right. Here we go. Uh, this is a double pointer. Oprah Winfrey was in this movie. Uh, very old. Um, yes. Um, this was, uh, uh, I think Nicolas Cage was in this. He was a uh, dad and his kid was a superhero, I believe. Um Kick-ass. Yes. Uh, another double pointer. Uh, this was, I believe, a Michael Jackson film. And um, ease on down, ease on down, ease on down the road. Uh, am, I, am, I, am I wrong? I, um, okay. Uh, if you're super smart, um, you, not a genius, but you're a... Brainiac. No, um, uh, another word for taking a leak. <laughs> uh, another word for a sorcerer, short form. Wizard. Yes, okay, now shorten that word. Whiz. Okay, yes, and this is... Um, uh, time, time, time. Did we tie? No. Oh, Get I had here, two girl. double pointers, though. Awesome. Okay, you got one other one besides oh, that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. Uh, Good job. May, nice try, man. You guys were set up for success. It just it was close, but not close enough. Have a great day, buddy. Yeah, you too. All right, buddy. See ya. Congratulations, Adam. You are in the running for our listeners. Our awesome Bud Light Rock Home experience, and you get a pair of weekend GA tickets just for playing, man. So great job. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Okay. Good job, man. Yeah, you were set up for success there. Two double pointer boof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Just wasted a lot of time on the whiz. Yeah. yeah. yeah but was I right, right with that movie? Was that it? Yeah, it was a Michael okay. Jackson that movie. I mean, I don't know what song you were singing. I don't know if that was a part of it. I can't yeah. validate. That's, that's their version of, of uh, the, the Yellow, Yellow Brick, Brick Road. Road. Yeah, yeah, it was a black version of a Wizard of Oz. I guess you might be able to go that route. Michael Jackson but played you can't the Scarecrow, say wizard. right? Or the Blank of Oz. Yeah, or the movie with the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. Yes, yeah. the African American version. I think uh, was it Donna Summers was in that one or something like that. I think she played the Dorothy part. Uh, I think Donna Summers played the witch, the good witch, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Donna Summer. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. One summer, two summer, whatever. <laughs> okay. This is the Diana one. Ross is what it was. Yeah. Bad. This is what I ended on. Uh, yeah. One of the latest of the James Bond. Um, outside where the clouds are is up in the blank. And if you trip... Or it's a season before winter. Mm-hmm. 
Is that the one where the queen jumps out of the airplane with them? I don't know. I've never seen that particular one. I don't remember a queen being involved. That's the one where they retreat to his family estate uh, in Scotland, and they end up blowing it up, and Javier Bardem is the bad guy, if I'm not mistaken. And is Daniel Craig in this one? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of the best James Bonds ever. I, I think so. I'm I'm psyched for the new one. And I was trying to remember if that was the most recent James Bond. Ah. I don't think it is. Yeah, Skyfall came out in 2012. Yeah, wow. Spectre was out in 2015. Yeah. And then No Time to Die is getting ready to come out. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, double pointers. Look at that right in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, all right, so now the record is. Oh, puts you in the lead with 15, keeps me at 14, <laughs> keeps her at 3. Take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. I wanted to bring this up. Oh, wait. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 just not right yet. I do. I'm just, just teasing you. We'll get to it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Afghan interpreter who saved Biden to be rescued. The White House is vowing to rescue an Afghan interpreter who saved Joey B. back in 2008. The man and his family are hiding from the Taliban. Uh, he asked the president, don't forget me, as the final troops left the country on Monday. Uh, he was working uh, for the Army when two Black Hawk helicopters made emergency landing in a snowstorm. He helped rescue Joey B., who was then a senator, and then two other lawmakers. How did he rescue him? I have no idea. But, but he did. So he was with the military. Joe Biden was with the military escort. Right. And this, okay. And then the interpreter's like, I got it. I got you, Joe. I called it. <laughs> right. I'm the feller. This is going to come back to help me later on. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. about that. He should definitely be saved. Still back yeah. there. Uh, the Pentagon denies military dogs left behind in Afghanistan. Jesus Christ. Their story's been going viral on social media this week, accusing uh, the administration of not airlifting U.S. military dogs and leaving them behind in crates at the Kabul airport. Uh, the Defense Department says, no, nah, man. Uh, Pentagon spokesman says that the photos circulating online were animals under the care of the Kabul Small Animal Rescue, not dogs under the care of the U.S. military. Wow. And that the U.S. went to, quote, great lengths to assist the animal rescue as much as possible. Most people heard that story at the beginning. They were like, God damn, Biden. And then afterwards, they were like, oh, so they'll work hard for the dogs, but not the people. All right. Hey, God we, damn. we did everything we can, man. There's some dogs going to be left behind. Uh, Southwest Pilots Union sues the airline over pandemic work rules change. The suit was filed in a Dallas federal court this week and accuses Southwest of violating federal labor laws by changing work rules without negotiating it with the pilots. Uh, the change covered work conditions and pilot pay rules and rates, such as emergency time off programs. The lawsuit asked the court for an injunction to force the airline to revert the terms of the collective bargaining agreement, and Southwest denies the change required any negotiation because it was forced to respond to the challenges presented by the global COVID-19 pandemic. So they're like, hey, man, we, we got forced to do this. We don't have to negotiate. Whatever. We'll see how that works out. And then lastly here, gathering place to host a STEMtacular event. Uh, their STEMtacular event is going on this Saturday, as a matter of fact, from 10 to 1. The event's purpose is to get visitors excited about STEM field, science, technology, engineering, and math. The event's free to the public and will have live science experiments, a sing-along, 
painting. Where does that fall into the stem part? I guess. I, I guess. Uh, where does where does painting fall in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because it's not science, technology, engineering, or math. Putting some, you know, Mentos. How many Mentos does it take to make a Coke bottle right. fly in the air? I'm on board. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a raffle and uh, free huh. stem kits for all the guests. That's awesome. And is it free? You say that's what it says. Free event. Yeah. Free event. I'm Saturday? just saying that none of the yeah, stem stuff's awesome. But yeah. I don't yeah. know the things they're highlighting didn't sound STEM. Right, right. The sing along, unless sure. they're singing about science, technology. Even then, I don't know if it falls math. under STEM. You know, yeah, painting, paint by numbers. Uh, ah, if we're learning we how go. paints made and we're making our own paint, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Might be something there. I don't know. There's only I'll one even way to buy find paint out. in a microscope. <laughs> okay, or paint in a math equation. Right, right. Tell me again the time. Ten to one at uh, the gathering place. Well, are you gonna go? I think so. And take the boys. Rock Oklahoma's cooler than this. No, we don't have this? football this weekend. Oh, okay. I'll get out of here. Then you're not a real Day. Oklahoman. Right. Labor Day is about football. If you want to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's going to help if you've been vaccinated for COVID-19. Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer said Tuesday that he and GM uh, considered a player's vaccination status when finalizing the roster. Meyer said one of the reasons they considered that is because of the rigorous testing for unvaccinated players. Uh, Like I said yesterday, it's going to be daily for unvaccinated players. Meyer said that Jacksonville educated Uh, educated players about the vaccine and encouraged them to get it, but did not mandate that players have to get it. Here here he is talking about it. Could you share with us whether a vaccinated versus unvaccinated player had an impact on a roster decision? Everyone was considered. uh, That was part of the uh, production. What's his, you know, let's start start talking about this. And then also, is he vaccinated or not? Uh, Can I say that that was a decision maker was certainly in consideration. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. That means they went, hold on, he's on the fence. Is he vaccinated? No. Okay. Push him over to the other side. Well, Good. bye. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, there's a movie being made about Dennis Rodman's mid-season trip to Sin City during the Bulls' 98th season. Away! The wildly successful docuseries The Last Dance brought Rodman's lost weekend uh, back to the public light when it aired last year. And there's only one Dennis Rodman. In 1998, there was nobody on earth who'd be more fun or maybe more dangerous to party with, says Lion Lionsgate's motion picture group president Nathan Kahane. This movie takes you on an unforgettable ride with the myth, the legend, and also the man that Dennis is behind everything you think you know. No release date has been set and no actors are yet attached to the project. But I think that's one I would tune in for. I don't know. It depends. That's when he left. He came back married to Carmen Electra. I mean, the man is very polarizing. Jordan had to go and get him. Again, I I don't know. It depends on who plays him. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even know who you would get to play him. Who would play Dennis Rodman? He's such an odd character. Odd-looking individual. Odd-looking, exactly. Well, you can change someone's look, I mean, with the the makeup and... Yes, but Daniel Day-Lewis looked nothing like Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Michael B. And he's the best actor maybe of all time. So, I don't know. It may be... I doubt they're going to have the budget of something like that. Mm. Maybe he'll just play himself. Oh, no. That would be a bad move. Yeah. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 
I know Lindsay's been wanting to bring this up for a while. I've been wanting to bring it up. Because if you're not following the R. Kelly court case, it is a doozy. Mm-hmm. This guy was a monster. Yeah. A monster. If even half of what he he they say that he did is the truth, he doesn't deserve to see the light of another day. This man is going to prison. Sick. Some of the things he does, like he would kidnap people. Even Aaliyah, he faked documents so she could he could marry her. Oh wow. He had he had it done because he wasn't smart enough to do it himself. Right. Couldn't read. Or he was smart and, enough to have someone doing it, exactly. thinking it wouldn't come back on him. Right. Yeah. Right. Everything comes back. I wouldn't know how to get documents faked. I'd have to find someone. Right. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the tools and the sure. knowledge of guys and embossing and all that. Right. I think anymore you can just, you know, use your regular printer or, you know, computer and, and a Photoshop app sort of thing. And it's printed <laughs> off that way. Depends all, it all depends on the paper you use. Yeah, unless it has, like, the special paper that's got the color fibers in it. Mm, right. Or the embossing. And there's something right. inside of it when you hold it up to a Hologram. light. Hologram. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Well, apparently they're on day nine of the trial. And a female accuser and a female former employee testified. The person they're referring to as Faith met him in San Antonio with her sister, who was a fan of his. She started sleeping with him two months later after a concert. At the time, she was 19, wasn't aware he had a sexually transmitted disease. She testified that he never wore condoms. Suzette Mayweather met R. Kelly in the 90s and said that he was like a brother to her. She started working for him as a personal assistant. Her testimony corroborated what others have said about his excessive rules, which included having the girls face the wall in elevators if another man was present. One incident that left Suzette shaken was when she had a conversation with one of the girls, something that R. Kelly was not okay with, and it was forbidden. He got so mad when he found out she'd talked to Dominique, one of the alleged girls, that she lied and that she said that she, not Dominique, had initiated the chat. According to her, not only did he dock her pay, he made her write a letter of apology. Hmm. That's not the biggest offense in the world. I don't see that as incredibly yeah. damning. No. It doesn't make you look good, but right. it's, it's a, you're his employee. If he wants mm-hmm. to have weird rules like that. Absolutely. If you want to get paid, you got to follow him. While working for R. Kelly, Suzette said she heard of at least two instances where she overheard or later learned about him physically abusing the women in his circle. She said she'd never actually seen him hit anyone during cross-examination. So that's like hearsay at that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's charged with nine counts of racketeering and violations of the Mann Act. If convicted on all counts, he faces 10 years to life in prison. Damn. Yeah, a couple of days ago, a girl testified that she had met him at a concert. She was 17 at the time, and he she was an aspiring singer i guess and wanted to meet him and she got backstage where he apparently raped her backstage and uh she was with a friend and he had asked the friend if she wanted to join in and she said no and when asked why she never took it to the police it was because she was afraid that she would be um blacklisted and never become a singer and she lived with him for a little while and was uh, videotaped. And a guy at the same time 
uh, he went by Lewis, I guess, said the same thing that R. Kelly would videotape encounters with the two of them. And he had to perform sexual acts on R. Kelly whenever he wanted. That was just his job. And he called him little, like, uh, don't worry, I'm not telling anyone because you're like my little brother now. Little step. Which is I mean, he's definitely manipulative. He was definitely a manipulative individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like this, the claims that I read, none of that to me is incredibly damning. Right? It's bizarre. Yeah. But it's not damning. Having them write, having her write a letter of apology as an employee, her saying that she, he had this rule of making women face the elevator that were his girlfriends, hearing stories of abuse aren't good for his case, but by no means are they criminal. Right. Because it's just hearsay at that point. She never witnessed it with her own eyes. So as a witness in a trial, by definition, you have to see it happen. Oh, for sure. Right, because hearsay, anybody could just make stuff up. Yes. Mm -hmm. They need something to corroborate those type of insane allegations. Unless there's, like, video evidence that somebody else Absolutely. And then it's like, all right, well, what this woman heard kind of goes with the video that this person had taken. Okay, there may be something there. Well, apparently there are a lot more videos, according to some of these... um, uh, the victims that are testifying that there are a lot more videos and that they themselves were in more videos, but they haven't been found. Right. So then they may not, but that doesn't just because a witness says they exist doesn't mm-hmm. mean they exist. Right. You got to produce some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the discovery phase of the trial, that stuff has to come out. And if they're hiding it, now they're hiding evidence. Like that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Not saying it doesn't happen. Of course it happens, but it's not like, they're waiting for it. They either know it's coming out or it is not coming out. Mm. It's weird that he, like, to hear him say, like, oh, you're my little bro now. And then in the same sentence, he was like, you have to call me daddy. But then he's telling the guy, don't worry, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say anything because you're, you're my little bro now. I mean, when you research how predators and manipulators work, they say things like, no, we're friends now, right? Mm-hmm. Right, to try to schmooze them over a little bit. Not schmoozing. I'm, I'm, it's more like a my manipulation of like, I'm, I'm making you say we're brothers. I'm making you say we're friends. Mm-hmm. When if, and, and it clearly worked. How many people didn't step forward until now? Right. That's the part that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you believe what the victims are saying, they were, they were locked up. They were held hostage at his place. They couldn't leave their rooms. They had to ask permission yeah. to use bathrooms. They were told when to eat, what yeah. to eat. That That's so tough, right? Because how many exes say bad things mm-hmm. about somebody they feel like they were wronged by in a relationship, right? Whether it's the classic, he has a small penis, mm-hmm. right? Or he wasn't very nice. And then what do girls do when they find out another girl broke up with a guy that they felt they were wronged by? They get together, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that that's hard to corroborate all that. There would need to be some sort of evidence that he did those things. Her going to the doctor Mm -hmm. because she had um, marks on her wrist from being held captive. Mm -hmm. That, That would be enough to damn all, like to prove it all. Sure. But just saying it, I don't know if there's enough weight there to get him a life sentence. Mm. He may get in trouble, but he ain't going to get in, like, 
a life sentence, which, which is what they're talking about they want him to get. Right. I think they said the minimum he would get was 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now that may be what he ends up getting. And then, you know, get get off early for, you know, good behavior. Yeah. If found guilty on all counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he gets kill- guilty on one account, he ain't getting 10 years. Man, he wouldn't even he- serve that much. Even if you found they gave him 10, he ain't serving mm-hmm. 10. And he's going to go to a resort. He ain't going to go to maximum security prison. Right. How old was Aaliyah when she when the, he married her? 14. 14. Dang. I, I feel like he, could, he should go to prison just on that alone for faking the documents. and. I mean, how long ago is that? Mm-hmm. That's another thing is there statute of limitations yeah. on this. On any for of it, really. Her, no, not all the girls. Mm-hmm. But for Leah, definitely. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what state this is in Illinois. I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what their statute of limitations is on stuff like that, and if it, it falls exception to minors. But the this is a for, dude. Let's just say you were to get accused of doing something to a kid, and the trial goes on for nine days. Right. You can interpret that a couple ways, that they have nine days worth of evidence. By the way, they're not done. Mm-hmm. No. So they have nine days worth of evidence, or they have nine days of trying to draw this out to make you look guilty because of that. Because mm-hmm. the jury will be like, we just want to get this over with. Plenty of trials. If you write, read trial records after the fact, the jurors are like, we just want to get it over with. We're tired of dealing with this. Right. Think about that. You could go to prison because the jury, the people of your peers, the way the system is designed could be like, oh, God, can we just end it? Fine, he's guilty. Juror right. fatigue. All right. Your <laughs> yeah, that hand, would suck. Your fate is in the hands of those people. And mm-hmm. I don't blame them at all. Yeah. Drawn out a whole day's worth of like, and then what did he do? And then what happened? Mm-hmm. And how did that make next person? Okay, how did that make you feel? Then what'd you do? And then yeah. what happened? Like that gets exhausting. Yeah. So yeah, you'd be like, yes, yeah, let's just vote guilty. Yeah, okay, guilty, done. Bye. Yeah. And now you're locked up because somebody was tired or had a bad day or just didn't like you. In this particular trial. I'm kind of okay with it. Like, of Why? I got the whole point of the trial is to prove if he's actually guilty or not. I think he is. Well, that's fine, but that doesn't so mean that's he why is. I'd be okay mm-hmm. with it. That's I know, but that doesn't court. that doesn't mean he is. Right? I don't know if he really did those things. You could assume all day long, but it's, it's up to the court to, to figure it out. That's the process. It's too much, and they do have evidence. I mean, they had the video of him peeing on a on a 13-year-old girl and, you know, the, the sexual acts that he had in, in his dungeon basement. There was that video as well of a girl performing oral sex on him. I mean— Was she underage? That's uh, I. She was a teenager. I don't, I, mean, know was, I don't know if she was. I don't know if she was. Nineteen is a teenager. I'm just saying. Right. If she was, if he had a sex dungeon, not a crime. Nope. Right. If she was a teen, an eighteen year old teenager, and performed oral sex, not a crime. Mm-mm. The urine thing. I think that trial's already happened, and that was dismissed, if I remember correctly. I don't think he was found guilty on that. <laughs> I think that's all part of this one, though. I think it's well, wrapped the year, into this. The one. urine. 
video thing was a while ago. It was almost a decade ago, I think. So it'd be weird for it to be public and it took 10 years for it to go to trial. I'm looking to see when that uh, when that was. Didn't find it, but it says the infamous child pee tape. 26 minutes and 39 seconds of footage showing Kelly engaging in sexual acts and urinating on a young girl. Guess what you're never going to find a video of me doing? <laughs> urinating on a young girl? On anyone! <laughs> uh, Ooh, hold on. Yeah, don't say anyone. Stick with the young kid. No, I don't think anyone. I don't think there's a. Vi- I don't think I've ever urinated on another individual. Right. Yeah, ever. You, yeah, you've told the story. Yeah, you had the opportunity, but you passed up yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like <laughs> on accident, like in a group shower. I don't know, like <laughs> group shower. Hey, let me get the fungus off your feet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stung by a jellyfish. I don't know. I just right. wanted to be clear on that. I feel really confident that that is never. There's not a video. I can say that with certainty. Gimpy, can you say that with certainty? Uh, that there's not a video of me out of there? you urinating on another human being. That there's not a video of me urinating on another human being. I can say with certainty there's not a video of me urinating on another human being. Lindsay, maybe on himself. Lindsay, no video of me urinating on anyone. Okay. See, I feel like that's I can't relate to that drama. <laughs> no, <laughs> at all. Like, what was it? Oh man! And mm. did we find out how long ago the video was? Thirteen years ago. 13 years ago. <laughs> 13 years ago. So mm-hmm. I think that boat's been settled. <laughs> what a It's a crazy lawsuit. Just, God, we live in a bizarre world. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Top five songs coming up. Plus, Justin Gorski is going to join us. Imagine doing something with a bunch of people that you think isn't criminal. Or imagine doing something with a bunch of people you're confident isn't criminal, Mm -hmm. but then you get picked up and charged for it. Okay. And now you're in jail, can't afford an attorney. And you're what because you want to fight this or be defended, right? Sure. That's what's happening to a bunch of people that were a part of the Capitol riot. There, another man stepped up and was like, I will represent these people. Yeah. Right? Um, super, I don't care what you're convicted of. When somebody je- donates their time yeah. to represent you mm-hmm. for free, that feels like a godsend, yeah. right? Yeah, man, because those fees are not cheap. Yeah, whether you feel like they're deserving of it or not is mm. not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that's impressive, right? Yeah. So you, you're like, oh, thank goodness. You're so excited. I highly doubt in those scenarios that you go, hey, can I see your transcript? Mm-hmm. Can I see your diploma? Right, some credentials. Can I see some credentials? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a business card. <laughs> I doubt you call the state board to make sure that they are... Indeed, who they say they are. Yeah, for sure. Well, the federal prosecutors say a Pennsylvania man attempting to represent more than a dozen people charged in the Capitol riot is not an attorney. (laughs) Court filings released yesterday by the prosecutors say Ryan Marshall is not a licensed attorney and cannot fill in for a lawyer. He's only a staffer at the lawyer's office. Oh, damn. He's attempting to represent 17 
of the lawyer's clients because the lawyer is reporting the hospital on a ventilator for the vid. COVID-19. Uh, the man that is stepping in is also a defendant in several state criminal cases and lawful uh, involving the unlawful use of an audio device in court and allegedly defrauding women while serving as a courthouse clerk. He told a judge in court two weeks ago that uh, Mr. Pierce is in the hospital, we believe, with COVID-19 on a ventilator, non-responsive. The interesting thing is he's been in court representing the clients since then, and no one said anything until now. So the guy had been showing up for yeah. a while. And then finally, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because you assume whoever's there, sure. they belong there and they know what they're doing. Yeah. How many times have we read stories about doctors, about police officers, about massage, whoever, mm. any career? You're just like, yeah. You take, sure. You take their word for it. Uh-huh. But why? Mm, why do we do that? We're trusting people. You know, they they have this business, this service that I need. Well, all right, I need your help. You're here to help me. Why not? I trust you. You're like, hey, I I need someone to help me repair my car. You're like, hey, I got a friend. You're like, sweet. Yeah. And they come over and they start taking apart your engine or whatever. (laughs) And you're talking to them and you're like, oh, how long have you been doing this? Oh, I just, this week. (laughs) And you know what you're doing? Mm -hmm. No, YouTube. But hey, I'm saving you a lot of money on yeah. having to take it to the shop, and that's really all you care about. Yeah. I've never thought of, hey, I need to certify or validate who a lawyer is. Right. I call a lawyer's office or whatever. I assume I'm getting a lawyer. Sure. I assume I'm getting somebody that can be an officer of the court, right. that they're going to follow the rules or the parameters of the court. Mm-hmm. So in this case, who's responsible? Who's negligent here? It's not the lawyer. He's on a ventilator. Right. Man, he's not even a lawyer. Well, no, the lawyer that's on a ventilator is a lawyer. Right, right. It's the The guy who's stepping in, in, Mm -hmm. who has chosen. Maybe he just was like, I'll do it. Right. I'll go. (laughs) I'll help you out, boss. Trying to get a leg up in the business. You know how, like, the theory of you go on a date and you Google your date's name Mm -hmm. to know anything? Maybe we need to start doing that with doctors, lawyers. Right? There was a doctor, this wasn't that long ago, here in town, who got busted for, like, child molestation or something like that. You remember that? Yeah. A couple years back or whatnot. And I bet you none of those people thought beforehand to Google this doctor's name. You know? Yeah. It almost makes sense that you should do that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you should do that with, sorry, your teacher's name. But here's the thing, man, and we, (laughs) we say it all the time. Just because it's on the internet doesn't make it true. No, but it will cause you to dig deeper. Well, for sure. For It'll sure. cause you to ask questions. Right. If you see a red flag pop up, you know, Dr. Smith or whatever, you know, uh, sued for malpractice. You might uh, not have them do open heart surgery. Right. 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 Well, and if you're asking someone for a referral, you trust what they say, too, especially if you're asking a close friend. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, that's your good friend. Why would they mislead right. you? We've had it done. It's happened between Gimpy and I where one of us will recommend food, beer, something, and the other one will be like, eh, I had it. It was fine. Yeah. Right? That's not, I got bad advice. It's right. br- people have different tastes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's a little different when it comes to doctors, lawyers, mechanics, you know, stuff like that, as a, or chiropractors, as opposed to, you know, food, 
beers or whatever. Is it? Because what you think might be a red flag, mm-hmm. I might not, or vice versa. Right, yeah. There's a point there. Or you may go, well, I never knew he got sued for malpractice. Right. I didn't know yeah. he was raising He's always kids. done fine. He got sued for malpractice, but he's never left a sponge in me. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponge. <laughs> he's never left a moisture-absorbing apparatus inside me. Right. Yeah, people have their bad days. Hey, right. Are there some, <laughs> hey, man, you can't judge them off one bad event. Right, right, no, I don't know. Right. Now, you leave two sponges in a couple of different patients, then okay. That's a different story. Mm. Cut off the wrong leg, maybe. You know, you're not going to go see that doctor. Not his fault. I mean, someone else. Right. Right. He marked the right tech. side, someone else. It was the surgical assistant's fault. <laughs> Are you going to a doctor that's been sued for malpractice? No. No. Why? That doesn't mean guilty. That doesn't matter. Just that right there is alarming enough to make, because he did something happen that was bad enough to get sued for malpractice, to right. have to go to court over, you know, bad practices. Or mm-hmm. somebody feels wrong because their loved one died, mm-hmm. so we're going to sue to try and figure it out. Right. Yeah, if that's the case, then, all right, you know what? Y'all just have fun. I'll go find somebody else who doesn't have that tagged on to him. Mm-hmm. But he was the best Sure, I'm sure he was. If he was the best, then, you know, then that person's relative would still be alive. I mean, people, I'm just saying that, like, right, just because it. it's malpractice mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they did anything wrong. That's sure. the whole point of the trial. Is the optics bad enough that someone getting sued for malpractice makes you go, I don't know if I want to ever go there. And with that being said, how many times have look up your doctor and see if they've it's like your favorite restaurant. You have a favorite restaurant you go to? Go to the Tulsa County Health website and go look up the <laughs> their violations they've they've had against them. And decide before you go what violation is a is a hard line for you. Right. Where's the 10 in that one? I was looking for like what could be under malpractice. There's a doctor-patient relationship existing. That could be you could be sued for malpractice on that. Uh, the doctor was negligent. That makes sense. Okay. Of course. Leaving uh, a, that's leaving a sponge in you. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The doctor's negligence caused injury. Same sort of Cutting thing. Cutting off the wrong leg. Uh-huh. The injury led to specific damages. That's another one. Uh, common types of medical malpractice. Failure to diagnose. Improper treatment. Failure to warn a patient of known risks. So, like, out of just what I've read, I think there's only one that I'd be like, okay, if there's a doctor-patient relationship, I'll be like, all right, whatever. You know, you found her attractive, you guys hit it off, and now you, you're married, date, whatever. But the other ones that I listed, I'm like, no, I'm going to somebody else. I mean, the last one you listed about known risk, you could be like, I, he never told me. Right. Right. But, I mean, that, that, that's on the doctor. If the doctor knew, he, it's on him to tell right. you what's going on. Or she never told me. And, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, well, you signed this piece of paper. I was like, I was in a, a medical robe. <laughs> right. On the gurney. <laughs> right. Minutes before getting my drops. What did you want me to do? Right. I've been in pain and agony. I was high on the drugs you gave me. Right. Yeah, I don't think they give you drugs before you sign that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. They want you clear and thinking smart you've had two procedures gimpy mm-hmm. both of them were emergency in nature ish yeah. right yeah, yeah. they yeah. didn't happen you were awake yes but both of them I, you were medicated do you remember signing anything i didn't sign anything on either one of them um somebody was, had to have right no because there was nobody there there was nobody there to sign off on anything for me now if they take verbal consent then possibly so. I, but again, you were moved right. up. Exactly. On both, weren't you? Uh, yes. I definitely on the motorcycle accident, I was on 
painkillers for sure. Well, and, and the leg one for sure too, uh, because they yeah. you, you talked about meeting the boss yeah. from the company. Yeah, yeah, oh, shooting yeah. morph into your leg. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I I didn't I didn't sign anything. I didn't sign anything at all, and my wife at the time didn't sign anything. And then when I was uh, when I had the motorcycle accident, there was nobody there next to Ken to sign anything. And they're not going to have you know Heather or her family do it for me. I mean, well, they can't, legally they can't. Exactly, exactly. So it was you know if it was based on verbal consent because I did verbally consent to the doctor doing the surgery. She wanted to do it, and I didn't want to at first, and then she talked me into it, and I said okay. So essentially, I did consent to yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and do this surgery, uh, but I never did have to sign anything. Wonder how that works in those scenarios because obviously they have a, an, a requirement to save your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no like it's an understood thing, but it's not like you chose to. I don't know how that's fascinating. I wonder how that works. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if there's any court cases as a precedent on that where someone. <laughs> Just as an example, wrecked a motorcycle, got mm-hmm. taken to the hospital, and they're like, I didn't want you doing that. Right, but you did it anyway. What the hell? You saved my life? You saved my hand? How dare you? I mean, it's saving a life feels like an easy argument, mm-hmm. but saving your hand. Right, absolutely. I'm a believer in things. let things happen the way it's supposed to happen, man. Right. I could be collecting disability and not working right now. <laughs> Damn it. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KM. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Coming up, we got our top five songs. Top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from Listener Rock Out with your sock out. But we need to check in with Lindsay one more time for sports. Seventy Sixers superstar Ben Simmons is making his feelings about Philadelphia known. According to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Simmons has informed the organization that he would like a trade. The superstar reportedly says he won't be reporting for training camp. The 76ers have been working on a Simmons trade but have yet to find one to their liking this offseason. Simmons received plenty of criticism following the team's exit against the Atlanta Hawks in the NBA playoffs. A pair of New York Mets players are apologizing for booing the team's fans with their thumbs-down gesture. Both Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor said their thumbs-down celebration after getting hits was intended to keep the team close and focused. This follows Baez's comments on Sunday in which he said the thumbs-down was a boo towards the fans and their criticisms. It's been a rough second half of the year for the Mets, who are in first place for months, but now trail both the Phillies and the Braves. <laughs> Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer could be facing a long-term absence from the sport. ESPN reports Bauer could be facing discipline from the MLB, regardless if he's charged with a crime by the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Bauer's facing allegations that he sexually assaulted a California woman and was under a three-month investigation by the Pasadena Police Department. Under the league's joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy, Bauer could be facing a suspension of at least one to two years. Bauer was placed on administrative leave on July 2nd and could remain away from the Dodgers for the remainder of the season. 
On August 19th, at the conclusion of the four-day hearing, a Los Angeles Superior Court judge dismissed the woman's request for a permanent restraining order, ruling that Bauer did not pose a continual threat and that her injuries were not the result of anything she didn't verbally consent to during what Bauer's legal team called consensual rough sex. It's consensual. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 consensual that you'll have sex. It's not consensual right. you'll beat the s out of the person. Right, right, right. Well, it did say she wanted it rough yeah. in the text messages, <laughs> and she had asked for him. That's to, not carte blanche. She, right. So you're supposed to ask on a scale of one to ten, how rough do you want it? Yeah. One being a little feather tickler, or it's fascinating. You, know, you two are defending somebody who hit another person. Ten. Do you want the minivan? No. No. <laughs> But I mean, then what are you doing? I don't know. I she said that she wanted him to strangle her. Right. Some ladies are into choking. Sometimes light. Sometimes heavy. You know, just don't kill me. We'll be fine. Yeah. And she, I don't think and that's what was said, her. though. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there. Again, if you're asking to be weird. strangled, and he does it, and then you're saying no, it was too rough. This is what you asked for. All right. No, I asked to be strangled. I didn't ask to be strangled to the point of uncomfortableness. Was there a safe word involved? See, now these are things that we need to know yeah. that probably won't come out in court or in text messages or whatever. You know, they didn't say, yeah, go ahead and do whatever you want for me. My safe word is watermelon. You know what I mean? So if that's the case, if they didn't have a safe word, then eh, yeah, it's, it's still on. weird. You two are arguing for the fact that a human being doesn't have to be responsible for their own aggression, regardless if they're given permission or not. And going over the line. Uh, well, you know, how, how do you know? How do you know that he went over the line, right? I mean, everything He chose was, to do it. Everything was fine. She agreed to it. Doesn't matter. He chose to do it. He's responsible for his own actions. She should have never agreed to it if that wasn't part of it. She should have never she, said, never I had want to do rough it. sex, and then he like, never had to do it. like, oh, no, I don't want it that rough. He never had to do it. Right. And then there wouldn't have been a second date, and then we probably wouldn't even be having What does that have to do with anything? Right. He does it because th- that's what they're into. Yeah, she did ask for it. Not defending somebody getting beaten. No. Sounds Defend- like it. No, defending the fact that they wanted, both wanted rough sex, and she got what she wanted. She just didn't Doesn't sound like it. she got what she wanted. Well, she agreed to it. If she didn't want if she wanted just plain missionary, she should have been like, yes, no rough sex. Just give it to me. Maybe there. followed up by a daddy. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want, I, you bring up a really good point about the safe word. I wonder if there was what. Clearly. what it was. Um, that's your balls to the wall sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. On Wednesdays, we do our top five songs. So let's go ahead and get started. It's time for the top five songs. This week is the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend. From listener, rock out with your sock out. Now here's Corbin, Gibby, and Lindsay with this week's list. I mean, they just got to be a rock homer, right? Pretty much, basically. Number five came out in 2018. Canadian-American singer, songwriter, and musician currently signed to the Fueled by Ramen label. The artist described the song lyrics as the first shot from a personal revolution. And has been growing ever since. 
In the grand raw tradition of activist rock, the song cut through the chaotic culture, urging people to pay attention. Number five on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out is Grandson and Blood Water. Number five, Grandson, Blood Water. Top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend at Rocklahoma. Lindsay, how do you feel about Grandson, number five? Well, I really wasn't familiar with Grandson, um, but I went down the rabbit hole, and yeah, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I dig what I hear, and I can't wait to hear more. Gimpy. Dude, this song right here slaps so hard, man. It is amazing. <laughs> does it? It does, man. It hits. It hits hard. Uh, I've liked Grandson for a long time before he became kind of mainstream or whatever, so to see that he's on the bill, hell yeah. I'm happy with him at number five. Thumbs up, man. This feels like the uh, Nine Inch Nails song we wanted a long time ago. Right. Um, so it'll be it's interesting to see, because it's kind of an electronic thing, to see how it transfers right. live. Mm-hmm. Live, yeah. Because sometimes they ne- that doesn't connect. And what time of day he plays plays a huge difference. Faux show. By the way. Finally, the uh, uh, hourly lineup or whatever. Just got to gotta get there. I seen it earlier this morning. Yeah, I saw that they put that uh, out for sure on their Instagram. I think it was. Yeah. Stupid computer. Take your time. Not like I ain't <laughs> got anything to do. Yeah, so. There it is. Grandson's playing Friday night, second stage, or the Renegade stage. 955. Oh, that'll be oh, good. Perfect. So Sun that's the perfect down. time that should play. Yeah. Good drinking time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm a sure. I, I can't I to me I'm like, what's a thumbs down reason? Any of these bands. Right. I mean, they're in the top five for a, a reason. Right. I know, but and they're all playing in Oklahoma, so there really wouldn't be a thumbs down. I don't think anyway. All right, moving on to number four. You guys have a song that should be on this list of the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend. Texted it over to us, BMMS, and what that is to 82945. Number four came out in 2019 from the album Whiskey Sessions. This is the uh, this artist is an American rapper known for his collaborations with uh, Haystack, Struggle, Jennings, Tech Nine, Ryan Upchurch, or this artist, Uncle Cracker. <laughs> uh, the artist grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Number four on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend is Jelly Roll and Sunday Morning.
remember that my fat ass woke up next to a midget hey. and all I remember was us kicking it and laughing and then I woke up like what the f happened I swear every Sunday morning I feel like a bad guy there's a dude sleeping on my floor with a black guy somebody said I must have left my wallet at the bar I got my keys but I still can't find my car so I'm just sitting here staring at the ceiling dealing with such a gut-wrenching feeling another weekend gone I can't believe it again but on Friday night I'll be drinking again jelly roll Sunday morning he's playing Saturday renegade stage 805 and that one's happening. Definite thumbs up for me. Lindsay, how do you feel? I like him a lot. And was it this song that he did with Uncle Cracker? That's Uncle um, Cracker right That is. There. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I I can't wait to, to hear more. I like his lyrics. I like the... I like it all. Gimpy. Yeah, man. Uh, total thumbs up for myself. I started seeing this guy on like the TikTok and whatnot. So I was like, all right. I kind of dig what this guy's doing here. And then fell down the, the jelly jelly roll hole <laughs> right if yeah. you may and i'm like dude this guy's solid some people wouldn't agree with like the the rap rock country kind of whatever mixture that he's doing but he pulls it off man there's some people that can pull it off and he's one of them so thumbs up for me right before machine gun kelly became like more rock mm -hmm. he was doing like a rap rock thing mm -hmm. played rocklahoma what two years ago three years ago yeah now look at him just right, saying right you might be seeing the turn of an artist mm -hmm. uh so yeah I want to put him number up higher, uh, but I'm. I think it's fine as number four because a lot of people are going to be not familiar with who that is. Mm. All right, moving on. You got a song that should be on this list? Top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out with your sock out. Number three came out in 2019. This is a folk rock band from and heavy metal band that formed in 2016. Some of the band's lyrics include old war cries and poetry. Uh, the song reached number one on the Billboard's hard, hard, hard Rock Digital Song Sales, making this band the first Mongolian music act to top a Billboard chart. In addition, the song debuted at number 22 on the Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart. Number three on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend is... The Who with Jacoby Shaddix and Wolf Totem. There's The Who with Jacoby Shaddix, Little Totem. Number three on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend. What do you think, Lindsay? Uh, a band that I probably would have known nothing about ever unless I, you know, unless they were on this list and forced me to listen. And I enjoy it. So, yeah, thumbs up. I'm excited to hear more. Gimby. I am stoked to see these guys. I was stoked to see them last year before it got canceled. 
a lot because Papa Roach is going to be there, Hellstorm. They did a lot of these different collabs with these different artists. So I was really excited. Awesome. We'll get to hear this version here. Um, but then it got canceled, coronavirus, right? This year, Papa Roach isn't going to be there, so you won't get this particular version. But still, their original without Jacoby is solid. And a lot of their music without their collaborations is solid. So I'm, I'm definite thumbs up for these guys. There are certain bands that have like, uh, besides the music, it's like when people are excited about the band that also make them fun to go see live. Right. Uh, this is one of those bands. So to see, this is probably, this is maybe Jelly Roll would be the most entertaining to see on stage and how people are enjoying it. Yeah. Because you're kind of, un, you're not sure, like you know people love this band, but the way they react will be like, awesome to watch like when you saw ghost in the beginning right right, right. people were like this is amazing because mm-hmm. everybody was so into it yeah. not that people won't be with some of the other acts but it just is going to have a different feel because it's going to be so different than everything else right. on the lineup used to. and the who by the way is closing out second stage on sunday night uh that's thumbed up for me of course uh, number two on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out. Uh, the song came out in 2003. The song is the final track from the artist's second solo album. In addition, it's used over the opening credits to a horror movie of the same name, which was also written and directed by the artist. Number two on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out is Rob Zombie and House of a Thousand Corpses. Thousand Corpses, top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend. Number two, Rob Zombie, Lindsay. Love Rob Zombie as an artist, as a director, and yeah, thumbs up. I am very excited to see him. So is my kid. Gimpy, how do you feel about Rob Zombie coming in the two spot? Abort! Is there a bad song that this guy's ever done? You know, there's some bands that are like, oh, they put out a bad song. There's, and there's some bands, I think Shinedown's one of them, who cannot put out a bad song at all whatsoever. And I feel Rob Zombie's right there with him. I haven't found one yet. And I'm like, yeah, this is a terrible song from Rob Zombie. You could do better. Thumbs up, man. BMMS Fest alum, for sure. So, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. I don't know if I feel about number two, only because he's played BMMS Fest and we've seen him a couple other times. So. Fair enough. But either way, potatoes, patatas, I'm good with that. All right, we've gotten to number one. Make sure you get the songs that you think should be on the list for the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out. Number one is an American heavy metal band formed in Iowa. After several lineup changes in its early years, the band settled on nine members for more than a decade. 
band is well known for its attention-grabbing image, aggressive style of music, and energetic, chaotic live shows. The song is mainly about being against religion, being against the government, and not letting anyone else tell you what to do or control what you do. Number one on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener Rock Out With Your Sock Out is Slipknot and Pulse of the Magnet. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense too. It works. Now my page changed. <laughs> I changed and then I was like, Pulse of the Maggots. Slipknot, Pulse of the Maggots, number one on the top five songs from bands we can't wait to see this weekend from listener. Rock out with your sock out. Lindsay. Uh, thumbs up for me. I would have chosen a different song, but yeah. And there's, they're the one, they're always in masks, right? See. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's creeping. Some cool. kind of weird like janitor jumpsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Onesie. I think that's yeah. going to be inter- very entertaining. I've never seen them before live, so I'm pumped. Gimpy. Dude, I fell in love with these guys when I seen them for the first time in 99. And I seen them like six times after that. It's been a while since I've been to a Slipknot show. I am super stoked to see these guys. Hopefully it'll work out with Corey and the bed and the Otnots. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything, by the way, but I was watching, I was looking up some stuff. Uh-huh. They have no show, they've had no shows up until Rocklahoma. Okay. They have no shows after Rocklahoma for seven days. So it's like, we're going to They've had and- no posts on their page. Okay. For a while. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Uh-huh. I, I would like to think that if a band was going to be playing, they'd be reminding everybody. Right, right. Especially or, after a hiatus, especially when the main person has been sick. Right, right. I'd like to think that if they weren't going to play, they'd let the people know one way or the other, right? So, uh, fingers crossed, nonetheless. I agree. I'm, I'm happy with this at number one. I love this song. It'll get you in a mood. That's for damn sure. So, thumbs up. Yeah, I would say easily these are the this is the band to see at Rocklahoma. Um, and they put on a show. I saw them play the state fair in Iowa. <laughs> Oh, wow. Growing up in Iowa. That must have been so, interesting for a state fair. Funny thing. So, like, a program director of a radio station in Iowa mm-hmm. was, like, the real push behind this band. Oh, cool. She, it was like she had run a triathlon or was a vegetarian or mm-hmm. smoked weed or played <laughs> disc golf. Like, she, that's that's how she introduced herself. Mm-hmm. So annoying. I'm the I'm the person that broke Slipknot. Like (laughs) she ended up managing them for a small amount of time. Right on, right on. But so everybody's got to claim the fame. That's what I think about every time. (laughs) She was not a good human. Uh, All right, now we're getting to the part of the songs that you guys have sent in. Uh, Lindsay, what do you have? Uh, I have Chevelle. I'm excited to see them and hear the red. When you're 
playing Friday night right before Zombie. Yeah, I've seen them before. They put on a solid, perfectly square show. Like it's no, I don't mean like they're square. I mean like it's gonna be perfect. Like right. it's gonna be exactly what you expect. They're gonna kill it, and then that's gonna be it. Right. You know, it's Matt Damon. Like they show up, and you're like, yep, yeah, that's Matt Damon. Yeah. And then he leaves, and you're like, who was in that movie? Right. See, right. I've, I haven't seen any of the artists performing. You're what so happens when you live I, in the pop so world? Yeah. I can put, uh, yeah, exactly, and I can put down anyone and be excited because this is. I'm just really pumped for this whole whole weekend. All right, Gimpy. Uh, this one I'm going to start off with is a local guy. It's Travis Bond and the Rebel Souls. They're playing the DEB stage at, uh, it looks like, 1.30 in the afternoon. But I know what you're thinking. Oh, that's a small stage. Oh, that's a nobody. Dude, the band is solid. And this one's called Down Here in Oklahoma. Hills are springing up from this He's talking about smoking weed, is what I'm saying. Yeah, those those smaller stages you got to watch out for, and I don't mean in a negative way, because you might see the best performance on those stages. Absolutely, those guys are trying to kill it. Absolutely, the guys on the main stage, they've already gotten there, guaranteed. Absolutely, they're guaranteed to play, guaranteed to get their money. And these guys are literally playing their hearts out. Yeah, it's like going to a fight and seeing the preliminary fights. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make something happen, mm-hmm. and so you might get an unbelievable performance. One of my favorite things about going to like South by Southwest Music Festival was going into a bar and seeing a band and leaving and going, man, that was amazing. And going, ah, damn it. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a band that I'm excited for. They're, they're opening uh, on the main stage on Friday, so it might be hard for a lot of people to see. It is an all-girl band, and this is uh, Plush and Hate. back a girl did like a drum solo thing to tool 46 and 2 online y'all she's the drummer of this band no kid yeah good opener for the day getting on the main stage yeah Lindsay, what do you have i have hailstorm uh i get off do you know? <laughs> Watch me every night, and I just can't resist the urge to stand here in the light. Your greedy eyes upon me, and then I come undone. And I could close the curtain, but this is too much fun. Never disappointed with a hailstorm performance. I've probably seen them three times, and every time you're like, God damn. You're right. Good. Whew. Getting me even more excited. <laughs> Gimpy, what do you have? Uh, this next group, um, they're badass bitches. That's all I want to say <laughs> about that. All right. We've talked to them several times before. We've even played a game with them here in the studio, and they are hot AF, and that's the Butcher Babies. They're coming Take me away. 
Anytime you tell people to go watch them, you get floored. You're like, these women are killing it. You wouldn't expect it. Yeah, they're pretty phenomenal. And really nice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Just super sweet hustlers. Ladies. Yeah. They're hustlers, man. The whole band kills themselves. Yeah. So, uh, all right. The last one we have is a band that um, you're going to be like, why? But I think the possibility of implosion might be worth the reason to go see them. They're playing the Deb Concerts stage on Sunday at 5 o'clock. Wow. That's the third stage at 5 o'clock. You know they're going to play a ton of hits. Yeah. Again, this might be one you'll see people be like, what's happening? Yeah. Dude, when they played the Cancer Sucks concert, uh, it was like two years ago at the uh, Kane's Ballroom. I was imp- I've never seen. I've heard them right a lot over the years. Never seen them put on a show. And I was like, dude, this is... For a, a train wreck, <laughs> historically, <laughs> Scantlin is. Yeah, yeah, dude pulled it off. It was a great show. Yeah, he's a phenomenal musician. Mm-hmm. He also has some issues. Yes. And some which version are we getting that day? <laughs> yeah. That's the fun part. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Are we gonna play some bets? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, there's nothing else happening at that time on any of the stages. So I'm just saying. <laughs> you looking for something to do about five o'clock? This might be the. The lead-in before you go see uh, Hailstorm and Andrew WK and Zamo and all that. Like, uh, yeah. it might be pretty good. All right, Rock Loma, we'll be out there Friday broadcasting live from 3 to 7. So if you are there for the first night, we'd love for you to come by. Give a high five, fist bump, whatever. Tell us to fold our laundry. I don't care. <laughs> We're going to be doing a ceremonial shotgun beer at 4. Oh, I love it. So... Take a break and we'll be back. You can always get your five songs to us. Title and artist show at KMOD.com. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Joining us in the studio... From the Tulsa Drillers is a friend of the show, Justin Gorski. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Dude, I'm great. Congratulations. Big win last night, man. Huge, huge win. The boys are back. It's exciting. 15 runs is what they scored last night. Just looking red hot at the right time as you guys are in a one-game hunt for the playoffs. Every single year it comes down to this, (laughs) and it's so much fun. Scott Hennessy, our manager, just gets the guys ready to go when it comes down to it. And they show up. You know, that's why we're in the championship or we get to the playoffs every year. And Scott knows how to do it. And these guys are ready to rock. Yeah. We should mention uh, last homestand is started last night. What a way to start the homestand. And uh, today, daytime game, man. When usually I don't think I've ever been a part of a daytime game in September. We've never done one before. To be honest, we've never done a midweek game in September. And we thought in the beginning of the year when we were setting this up, we we're like, hey, this would be a great field trip day. Kids are going back to school. It'll be a great field trip yeah. day. Get all the businesses out there. Obviously, the field trips didn't work out very well with the kids just going back and getting into their routines. But we got a ton of companies coming out today. They're going to have a great time. 
12.05, first pitch. Come on out, spend an hour with us at lunch, have a great time, have a couple beers. We won't tell your boss. You'll be all right, and <laughs> spend the afternoon and play hooky with us. Yeah, one of those great things about the ballpark being downtown is you can leave your office, head on over there, have a hot dog or some beverage of any kind or whatever, yeah. some of those delicious uh, the barbecue that you guys have over there, and then head back to your office, man. It's that easy. Yeah, it, it really is. It's really great baseball happening down there, uh, and a, just a great experience when you got on to One Oak. And then we, we've got, of course, uh, Thirsty Thursday that uh, we love being a part of and something special this time for Thirsty Thursday, right? Yeah, I can't believe it. it's the final Thirsty Thursday of the year already. The season's coming to a close. Uh, you know, $2 beers, $2 sodas, plus, like you said, the first 1,000 fans tomorrow are going to get a replica World Series ring from the Dodgers. By the way, rings they look <laughs> impressive. They This is the Dodgers ring with yes. only a few exceptions. Uh, and it's heavy. It's big. Just it's, sometimes you see those mm-hmm. replica rings, and they're just tiny, like you remember your class ring. No, this is a massive ring. Yeah, the only place you can get these right now. They gave away at Dodger Stadium in the middle of August, and then they gave away forty thousand, and now we're giving away a thousand. That's all I know of that. That's been given away. So if you want to get a part of history, if you want to see that, you got to be there early. Uh, the three entrances, the first base, the Oil Derrick, and the Osage Casino Greenwood entrance, get there early. Gates are going to open at 6. I'm telling you, these things are going to go very, very fast. Yeah, just a desirable uh, item you guys do every year that goes pretty far back uh, that you guys fell into this, and it's, it's yep. worked out great. So if you want those, that's Thursday night. And then uh, you guys are ending the uh, year fireworks-wise pretty nice. you got yes. a Friday night uh, game as well. Friday, Saturday. Saturday and Sunday, we're going back to back to back fireworks. We're going to do the three biggest shows of the year. Uh, everyone knows and loves our fireworks, and we want to blow it out to say thank you to all of our fans for the great year that we've had. You know, after coming off a year with no baseball, it's been so much fun to be back, and we just really want to say thank you. So, three huge shows on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to celebrate the holiday. Yeah, um, we got 6.05 on Sunday, but the rest is uh, 7.05 like yep. you are used to. And then you guys uh, go on the road for two weeks, and we'll just see how this plays out. That one-game hunt, it could change so quickly. One night you're in, next night you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Every day it's changing. It really is. And, uh, you know, we're in third place right now, a game behind Frisco. So, like I said, the guys are battling. They want to be there. They want to be in this playoff. So, yeah, we're going to go on the road for a couple weeks. We'll see what happens, and hopefully we're back at One Oak Field for some playoff championship baseball, which would be awesome we were talking uh off air the don and i were what, what kind of series is that is that a five game series five game series yep so there'd be two games in the second place city a day off and then three games in the the first place city so they'll do two in a row and then so we'll at least yep. get two games here if we Hopefully. make it yep. into the postseason yep. uh for uh, baseball with the tulsa drillers and and when those nights happen would there'll be like fireworks and stuff along with that? We're going to wait and see what we do. Uh, we're going to have some promotions. It may be a you know, $2 beer night. It may be a $2 Tuesday. It may be fireworks. I, we'll have to kind of wait and see what that schedule lays out, but we always do something. We want people to come out and have fun with us, so we're always going to have something going on, not just the baseball on the field, but all the extras going on. Justin Gorski is joining us from the Tulsa Drillers. Thirsty Thursday, tomorrow night, today, a gay day game at 12.05. And uh, if you're looking for some exciting baseball, the last homestand is usually very exciting baseball. The guys are red hot right now. Uh, Bush, first baseman, he had the home run last night, yeah. right? And then uh, is it Offman? Offman, the center Od- fielder? Oddman. Oddman. Outman. Yep. Outman. He's, yep. he's playing red hot yeah. right now. Of course, the pitching's been unbelievable. And so let's just say the regular season ends on Sunday out down at One Oak. That's not the end of the season for no. One Oak. 
Yep. Yeah, we got a lot going on still. There's a lot of events happening. Obviously, FC Tulsa plays at One Oak Field. Uh, we got Nitro Circus coming up. We're oh, yeah. so excited about that. That's going to be on September uh, 16th, that Thursday there. Tickets are on sale now. They're going very, very fast. Uh, a one-of-a-kind event outdoor. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have movie nights. We're going to do watch parties. We're going to do all sorts of exciting things at One Oak Field this fall. Uh, we can't wait. We're going to can't wait to roll these things out. We did trick-or-treating last year at the stadium. We did you know World Series watch parties. We did a Bedlam watch party. So we're going to have a lot of that fun stuff happening as well. People forget, or you might not know, the world, the the state's biggest outdoor bar is at One Oak Field yep. Uh, yep. in the outfield underneath the scoreboard. And, and it's a great place to watch other sporting events while you're watching your drillers play. Yep. We've got the splash pad that's in action for the kids to plant. The, the, the berm is awesome place to watch uh, some games on the grass, spread the uh, blanket out and hang out. And, of course, all the kids stuff. It's it's. And we should talk about the corporate events, too. That is there still time if I wanted to do an event there in these is. next few games? I mean, we got a couple games left, and obviously we have a, f- a limited availability, but anywhere from 20 up, you know, we can do corporate hospitality, come out and have some time with us. You know, includes a ticket to the game, all-you-can-eat buffets, and we take care of everything for you. That's the best thing about it. You just give us your final numbers, you make the payment, and we take care of the rest. Yeah, we. I've even seen people do birthday, their birthday they oh, do yeah. out there in the outfield, yep. in a little patio area that's pretty fun to hang out when you're like, this is a way to celebrate a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we take care of all the cleanup, too. You don't have to mess with the house. You don't Best have to cook. You don't have parts. to do anything. We take care of it all. You know, and I, obviously college football starts on Saturday, and a lot of people are like, hey, we want to watch the games. Like you said, the Bush scoreboard bar, while the Drillers game is going on, is going to have college football games out there as well. So you can get the best of both worlds going on. And uh, so, all right, we're wrapping it up. This is the last time I think we're going to talk to you unless we get some postseason play. What has been your favorite surprise food item that at the beginning Ooh. of the season, you, you you were like, I didn't see this on my, it wasn't on my radar Ooh. that you've seen a lot of people eat or that has been a big seller that you were not predicting to be so good. Yeah, we changed our funnel cakes this year and we make it all in-house now. The batter, the everything is made in-house and I'm not a big sweets guy. But there have been more people getting these funnel cakes that are loaded with powdered sugar, and you could put peanut butter, you could put strawberries, you can put cherries. You, I mean, will you yeah. name it, you could put it on it, and it's a huge plate that can feed two to three people. And I've seen more people walk around with those this year, and I've been very, very impressed, and I've gone through a couple myself. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you, don't, you don't look like it at all, so that's good, right? <laughs> I'm the powdered sugar on my face. Wait till later yeah. this afternoon. Yeah. Those, yeah. Dave Chappelle. The seventh inning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, well, congratulations on a great season, Thank especially you. to everybody down at One Oak. Don't forget, uh, Thirsty Thursday tomorrow night with the special Dodgers Championship rings. They'll be giving away fireworks on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Today, day baseball at 12.05 is first pitch, man, and Cross Fingers will be cheering on the Tulsa Drillers at One Oak. TulsaDrillers.com to print and buy your tickets. It's Justin, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. All the love this year. Appreciate it. Take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mac Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. I'm a sailor. Hey, I lost my leg. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. All right, let's find out what everybody learned. We'll start with Lindsay. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? First rule of, of rough sex, always establish a safe word first. <laughs> and secondly, Gimby had a Prince Albert? Not the Prince Albert, no. Okay. Gimby, what'd you learn today? I learned that we want you to come fist us on Friday night. And on a related note, if you want to come fist me tonight, I'll be over at Uncle Bentley's from <laughs> 6 to 8. Giving away VIP Rock, Oklahoma tickets, by the way. 
Uh, I learned that if you tell someone kill me, it's not on them if they kill you. <laughs> I also learned that there's a only a small thin thread between jorts and cutoff shorts. It's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay saying, stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total, douchebag. total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. We tried, boys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.